talking about uh, uh, cancellation of flights when it comes to Sunwing and uh, those flights going into uh, uh, Mazatlan uh, because of the violence uh, in that area at this point. Of course, uh, there was other cancellation over the, over the holidays. Hundreds of people were stranded in Mexico uh, when Sunwing canceled flights. There's, of course, um, other flights that were discontinued in the prairies when it comes to Air Canada uh, and, of course, WestJet as well. The tr- weather uh, clearly did not help, uh, which, of course, uh, speaks to travel chaos. But how do you as a passenger cope? And what things can you look for and ask for as a passenger? What are your rights? At the same time, what do we need to collectively do as when it comes to government and government policy to make that travel experience a little bit better? Well, joining me now is Robert McDowell. He's the founder of Pivot Travel, which is an affiliate of Fair Connect. Robert, thank you for joining us today. Nice to be here, Jais. Uh, what, your thoughts on this? You know, it, it's easy uh, when you when you open have an open line show. People call in; they're not happy because they are in a very stressed point of of, of, of their life because they're at an airport. They're 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 stuck. Your sense of of what transpired over the last two or three weeks? What, what was? What are your thoughts? Well, I think it certainly precipitated based on the weather and the issues that we had, but it just showed what uh, shaky foundation the travel industry still has and how much work we still have to do mm-hmm. to ensure that we have the crews in place, the planes in place, the scheduling and, you know, all those sort of backups. And so in, in this case, like if you could wave your wand, uh, is it a case of more staff that's required at this particular point, uh, more planes? Uh, in the case of Vancouver, a little bit of snow falls, this whole city shuts down some, <laughs> a lot of cases. Never mind planes, we can't even get home sometimes on the on, on the afternoon commute. Uh, what are the thing, two or three things you think that need to change to make that travel experience better for for Canadians? I mean, most airlines are using their planes constantly, and Sunwing, especially over the Christmas season, they're going to be using those planes 24 hours a day. So you talk about 48 hours delays, and that's probably about six rotations, so six different trips that they're behind. They can never get caught up on. So those six trips, 160, 170 people per trip, I mean, you know, we're talking about a sizable number, and that just kind of barrels along as as the system can't uh, respond to that, and it just gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. I, I I think the big problem over Christmas, we don't have the staffing that you might have over summer, and yet you have even greater demand in, in a smaller time period that we have over the summer months when the airlines hire more staff and have the seasonal employees that they need. They mm-hmm. don't have that in December and January. But even pre-COVID, we would see some of these uh, problems. Is it also a case of the industry, you know, everybody's trying to be as efficient as they possibly can? That means if you, let's just say, have six planes, you're going to keep them up in the air as, as much as possible. Uh, that that is safe uh, but if one plane goes down mechanically there is just a domino effect in the entire system particularly for smaller airlines or even charter airlines definitely there's no question and you know yeah the 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 perception that there might be planes sitting around not being used mm-hmm. that that should not be in people's minds at all the airlines are using them as much as they can and what it comes down to really is consumers want to pay a low price for getting from point A to point B, and and they always will want to pay the lowest price, and that's kind of kind of the problem here as well. Uh, so in this case, um, you know, we as Canadians accept a lot of this. Should there not be a penalty 
for some of this, uh, some of these inconveniences, cancellations. Uh, people sometimes don't even get, you know, uh, uh, tickets for hotels or whatever it may be, or a meal. Oh, yeah. uh, that it's just, yeah, be- it's, it's almost become almost, it's the the pain of traveling. We've all accepted it. Is this a case of government bringing in tougher legislation that that provides that legislative stick to say, you know what, if you inconvenience people, yeah. if there's cancellations of two hours, eight hours, twelve hours, you have to reimburse fifty percent of the ticket, hundred percent of the ticket, whatever it may be. But that we need a more of a stick for these airlines to really improve a customer service. Definitely. There's no question. I mean, the, uh, we did bring in the uh, the government brought in the air passenger protection regulations, what, what's called the APPR. That's mm-hmm. sort of a new regime where you can get money for any any issues of delays or cancellations. But there's a lot of requirements to that. What, the most important is whether it's within the airline's control or not. So if it's a safety issue, that's not in the airline's control, and you don't want the airlines to be to be flying an unsafe plane anyways. But the other big one is the weather. So the weather is not within the airline's control. No one wants a plane to be flying when it shouldn't be in no bad weather. So those two are going to be the sticking points to, to any sort of penalty regime that we come up with against the airlines. What about uh, mechanical? Would that be the airline's fault then? Or at least the, they'd be it really depends. For that? That's a tricky one. That one and the crew shortage. It's those are both sort of trickier ones because, of course, the airlines should be maintaining their planes to a certain level, uh, so there shouldn't be a, a, a routine sort of mechanical issue. But um, the APPR is certainly working its way through kind of how to differentiate between a crew shortage, say, in in, in Fort St. John versus a crew shortage in Vancouver or Calgary, where they have crew base. I mean, they're both very very different. Uh, so how they work their way through that. The other issue is airlines itself. So these APPRs and the penalties, mm-hmm. they apply to Air Canada and WestJet. They do not apply to smaller airlines. So Sunwing is one of those, uh, Flair, um, uh, Lynx. These are the new upstarts. They're smaller. Mm-hmm. They're treated a bit more gently by the regulations. So consumers should be aware of that. I mean, that, that's, I guess, the, the, um, the balancing act there. You, you'll get a great price to go to, let's say, Vancouver to Calgary or Abbotsford to Calgary. But, uh, you know, they're probably going to ding you for, your obviously, your luggage. But more importantly, if that plane has mechanical issues, you could be stuck for a very long time. And as you said, there aren't a lot of planes kicking around for some of these smaller airlines. And, and that's, that's, right. that's the challenge, that's right? right? Exactly. There's no question. Yeah. And and you know, those $29 fares, they, they're increasing the baggage fees. They just increased them last week. They're increasing the carry-on baggage fees. They're increasing fees. They're putting, some of them are putting in fees for checking in, in person. So you'd have to pay $10 if you do check in and you don't check in online. So yeah, you really have to read the small print when you're getting that $29 fare to uh, Calgary. For do you sure. think it'll be easier, my final question, to easier to actually extract dollars from these companies in regards to their responsibility? If, if they're not responsible for mechanical, or they may be be re- responsible for a crew shortage, and they certainly aren't responsible for the weather or whatever uh, other issues may be there. There aren't. It, it, what you're telling me is they. It's hard for us as a, as consumers to extract any dollars out of them if there is well, a significant I, inc- I, inconvenience. You know, I think we could still arm ourselves on consumers and, and prepare ourselves so we could have the knowledge about the different airlines and what their on-time departure rates are but and their delay and cancellation rates. But we should also be, you know, looking at travel insurance a lot differently now. Certainly my uh, my customers are really looking at travel insurance in a different way. Some mm-hmm. of the insurance offers automatic payments so through Interact. If, if you register your flight, if it's delayed by two hours, 
boom, into your into your bank account goes 80 bucks. And you don't have to do anything. You don't have to apply for anything. So these kind of packages are much more popular for consumers. Um, yeah, so you should really be thinking about whether you need to travel, but also whether you need to check a bag because that gives you flexibility of catching whatever if you don't have to wait around for your bag. Um, tracking your bag, if it may get lost, you might know where it is. Um, but also travel insurance. Look at that a bit differently than we might have looked at it before before the pandemic. Robert, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate it. Definitely. 